This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of the Sexy Marriage Radio. And if you're a part of the Sexy Marriage Nation, we're glad you keep showing up each week, multiple times a week, actually. To hang out with us and try to pick up on what will help your married life and your sex life within that marriage totally rock, because that's what we're trying to do, because we think married life and sex within it is the sacred, blessed, best place to have it happening, and it can be fantastic over and over and over and over. Over and over. And so what we want to have happen is we want to hear from the Sexy Merge Nation. So uh, if you would, uh, send us emails, uh, call us on the voicemail line, 214-702-9565, or email feedback at sexymergeradio.com. That helps us uh, with questions, thoughts, uh, topics that you want addressed, and praises like this. So this says, hey, Corey and Pam, I just found your show about a year ago, searching for a voice on sex and Christian marriage. I binge listened love binge listeners to the archives and been listening faithfully ever since i love hearing pam's voice more often i totally rate relate to you girl and i love that you're making two shows a week just want to thank you guys for all you've taught me just started listening a couple months before my wedding and in my my and and in my naive abstinence the first few months were really rocky in the sex department it was painful for me and i was intimidated by my husband's past experience now nearly a year in sex is wonderful and we agree it gets better every time i credit much of our success to your show and to shannon's book the sexually confident wife thanks for that email uh, we appreciate that and hearing how the show is affecting uh, all people in all kinds of different ways mm-hmm. and all kinds of whether they've been married 25, 50 years, or they've been just married a year. Yeah. Um, there's a, this is a language and it's a show that can affect people in at all ages and all stages of marriage. And one of the things I think we're most proud of here as uh, the Sexy Marriage Radio Broadcast Studios is we help hopefully frame conversations that then take place in your home and in your relationship. Because a lot of what happens with sex and the way we have struggles with it is we just don't really have a good way to to frame it, to have the idea of a higher desire or the lower desire or initiations and rejections or growing up and how it helps us grow up and, and confront things. And sex, how we do sex is how we do life and vice versa. So all of that hopefully helps get some conversations going, which then gets some actions going in your household. Right, and hopefully it's helping get conversations going in a in a reasonable way. Maybe it's hopefully it's a differently framed and um, than what you've had in the past. Right, and that it's not necessarily heated, but it's understanding they can have a different perspective and a mm-hmm. different family of origin and different mm-hmm. way they were brought up, and that doesn't make their perspective wrong. And this helps me frame a conversation. In a way that just says, you know what, it, it is okay if we had gridlock issues. It is okay if we uh, have differences in high desire, low desire, in all kinds of different arenas of mm-hmm. life. Now let's just figure out how to navigate those waters together. So, Pam, I'm glad you brought that up 
Because speaking of gridlock issues, that leads straight into an email that we're going to address today. Okay. And that is from, uh, this is a two-parter, so we've already covered one part uh, of this emailer's uh, question. Okay. And the second one was that he, he, he found our podcast looking for his own answers, and he learned that not only was he wrong, but his wife was wrong about sexuality, too. Like, that they, they both had it off. Okay. And one of the things they recognized is he, he needed to start being more intentional. And so he wanted to discuss intimacy and sex with his wife. She then reacted quite shocked with, wow, I can't believe that's how much you're wanting or how, what you're interested in. You know, it doesn't, he doesn't go into great detail, nor would we necessarily share that kind of information. But one of the things that she proclaimed is, you know what? We don't go on dates anymore. You don't ever take me out. And he's like, okay. Woke okay. up the next day, thought, I'll fix that. I can remedy that thing. And so immediately organized a cool date, asked her out on it. She took a little while, thought about it, then replied, okay, although I'm really busy, however, I'll go. Okay. What he then started figuring out, though, as, as fast-forwarding further into this process, she continually responds to his initiations of time to spend together that would be more quality time for the marriage with, okay, I'm really busy, though. And it even goes all the way back to their dating time, that she's constantly hurried through life. And so he even says, it's hard. He's got to figure out how to confront this because I need to help my wife see that it's really difficult to ask her out on dates if 95% of the time I'm reminded of how busy she is. Okay. Well, yeah, I can see where you'd end up just shutting down and not asking being asked out anymore if that's well the response. okay so let's start it this way because what's happening what i'm seeing from the email and this is a, we just skimmed it there's okay. a lot more details in there but it's so interesting because we have components of us as humans don't we that i say things that i want but then when there's action required based on what i'm saying it then is more inconvenient for me possibly or i'm having to really confront do i really want it Right. I think a lot of us have an ideal picture of the life we want to live. Okay. But when it, but you're right, when it comes down to it, when I've got to change what I'm doing in order to make that life lived, mm-hmm. uh, we may not want it. Maybe that, uh, there's all kinds of areas you go to there. Maybe I have to have a lifestyle change and have to change a job and take less money to have the lifestyle that in my mind I really want. Right. Or, I'm not going to do that. Or because... I really want to look a certain way with my physique, but I have to not only just go to the gym and work out, I got to change my diet. And I'm in that world of I go work out so I can still eat most of what I still want to eat. Right. If I really want to shift some things, I know I got to change my diet. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I say it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, agreed. And so there's components of married life, which we run into, which we frame under the whole concept of gridlock, which is where what you want is blocked by what your partner wants. Because she's sitting here saying, okay, you know, date me more. And he's, okay, but when I do, you tell me it's inconvenient in the way you respond. Even though maybe she still goes. And that's one of the things we've got to at least point out is... It's very, very easy when we call it, when we talk about the dynamics of a marriage to take into account the motives or the reactions and emotions and feelings tied to things rather than the actions of the things. 
Okay, so I'll ask you, did she, he asked her out on a date, he planned one, did did she end up going? They said they did, and they had a good time, but okay. it was still a little hurried, it felt. It wasn't the whole, he wants to just kind of, it sounded like he wanted a more relaxed moment to have it just unfold, and she still had, well, we got to hurry and get back because I got this to get done, or, you know, and I, that's not pointedly stated in the okay. email, but it seems like that's the dynamic, that she lives at a faster pace than he does. And so to me, it comes into play. What are the meanings of that? Right? What is apparently her fast pace, hurried world, and I'm always busy, comes across to him as I'm not as important for you to confront some of your busyness to then spend some time with me, which is what you say you want, actually. Yeah. And, and if that's his meaning, um, saying I'm not as important as the other stuff, because it sounds like, from the perspective I'm hearing here, it sounds like it's, uh, okay, I'm another to-do list item, but hurry up and get this over because I've got some other to-do list items that are a little bit more important than right. what you're and, bringing to the table. And, and this is where I want to at least land for part of our conversation because this goes back to what I just said a few minutes ago, that a lot of times we get caught up in the thoughts and feelings associated with what's going on rather than the actions of what's going on. So let's play the scenario. You and I are out on a date. Okay. It's busy season or it's rearing up you know, or I've got something going on. I'll, I'll throw myself under the busy bus at this point. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. And so um, I've got some project in my mind that I'm, wa- I'm wanting to work on. You've got in mind I want to have an extended period of time of us just out being together and enjoying each other's company. Okay. So all throughout our date, I'm regularly checking my phone. For the time. That can be read as, when is this over? You're not even enjoying it. Why are we even doing this? Screw this. Let's just give it up. You go do what you need to do. You've you've ruined it all. Yeah, the perception of not being present. Right. Which I'll grant it that in this scenario, I'm not. I was not. I'm not being present. Right. Because I'm still constantly looking ahead to what is the next thing on my list. But I also. I think it's important for us as humans to at least don't completely discount the fact that your spouse is still out with you. That's hard to not discount. Well, I, I, and I don't, I mean, I guess don't throw it all out with the bath, with the bathwater. Yeah. Uh, yes. You're physically, your body is here with me, but if your mind isn't there too, it's gazing around, it's looking at the phone I have a hard time saying that we're actually, there's no connection there. True. So what, what's the point of going out on a date and trying to spend time and be together if there's not an effort to actually make a connection? Okay. So then that means there has to be a higher level of confronting. Yeah. Probably in the moment of, you know what? Uh, you can either, you know, and this this is almost why I put 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 words in your mouth here, Pam. Of you, in our scenario, you could almost go, you know what, honey? You can either put the phone away and enjoy the time with us. Be here. I mean, that's the phrase we use with our kids a lot, in the sense of be where your butt is. Yep. Or go get done what you need to get done. There's your choice. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that you're not putting words in my mouth that that would pretty much be what would come out. Cause exactly. If exactly. We're do, it would you know be. what? If you're finishing your to do list, I got a to do list I could work on too. Sure. So 
why not just get it done? Why why get frustrated with you when I can get my stuff done at the same time you are? Exactly. But but what he's here's the frustration though is because with this emailer, he's sitting here saying his wife's complaint is we don't do romantic things together. And, and his, he's trying to do something romantic and, and she she's saying, kinda cuts I'm, him off. I'm too hurried. I can't I can't make time for that. Or it's a struggle to make time for that. Well, don't you just have to shoot straight at that point and say, mm-hmm. okay, here's what you asked me to do. Here's what I've done. Here's your response. Yep. How does that sound? Yeah, because to me, I think it's you, this is when you have one of those, um, I'm going to call out the landscape as I see it in the, between the dynamic of us. Because it's very easy to approach this with, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Which typically then that's responded to with defensiveness. Because right, I'm being attacked. Yeah. But instead, you call out the scenario just like what he's done with us, where he's laid it out stating, okay, babe, you've said this is what you've wanted. I've attempted to do that. We've actually done some of this, but throughout it all, this is the feedback I'm getting. What should, What do we need to do with this? I'm open to suggestions. Well, and he's got to ask the pointed questions of, why is it that you wouldn't want to make time for this? He, I'm seeing here in the email, he says, you know, maybe, maybe I'm doing something wrong here in the way I'm handling the request. Maybe, maybe there's one night every week that he knows she's got XYZ meeting going and that's the night he's asking her out on a date. (laughs) Okay. Right. So we got to look at the perspective that he's asking. That's a deeper level of sophistication we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, but then he also says, maybe my date ideas suck. Right. And, you know, if if she can't stand Italian food and he only wants to take her to Italian restaurants, well, you know, maybe maybe there's something to that. So he, he's certainly trying to discover what is it within me that might be making her seem disinterested. Okay. Uh, so, and that's for him to... I think dive in personally and and try and figure out himself, but also ask those pointed questions. Um, yeah, yeah, because this this is a, a lot of this is you're talking about systemic pointed questions about this is about the dynamic between us. This is about the vibe going on. Yeah, this is the frustration I've got because anytime I bring it up, this is the response I get a majority of the time, which that then leads to a little bit of resentment that I can have towards you because it's a frustration because I feel like I'm way down the priority list. And I feel like our marriage then is way down the priority list. But yet you're sitting here lodging complaints my direction that I'm not do I'm not upholding my end of the deal by taking you out. Well, I am upholding my end of the deal because I'm offering. Yeah. And so basically you just kind of not necessarily corner them intentionally, but you're cornering you corner them systemically. By you just point out the dynamic between you and you own your side of it, which then basically just leaves the other side of it to have to be owned and addressed or not. Hmm. I'm in my head. I'm going through other ugly scenarios that potentially make someone do that. You know, I'm thinking the, uh, huh? If you're the lower desire, maybe I say it needs to go fast. The date needs to go fast so that it won't be potentially a sexual encounter that lingers forever. Cause I just sure. want to be done. I'm making up stuff here. Well, yeah, but. there could be all kinds of uh, reasons why. Because typically, I mean, this is my experience with all the couples I work with, that what we do has a meaning. If I live an incredibly yeah. busy life, there's a meaning to it. 
Yeah. It's because I get my identity from it. I want to volunteer and be involved in a lot of other things. But I, it's there's a meaning attached to it. Or there's also the meaning attached to I stay busy because I try, I try to avoid the things about myself and my boredom that I don't like. Because there's a lot of times in life where I can't escape myself, so I find ways to mitigate that pain. And the best way to figure out what that meaning is, some people sometimes people look at it, and, and she may not be able to see the forest for the trees and even know what the meaning behind this is. Right. Uh, I mean, is, it, is that something that typically a husband and wife are just going to figure out together by talking each other about I well mean, this is so this is one of those things that typically an outside force helps frame it kind of like a show like what we're doing um going to ha- seeking some therapy or some coaching right. is, is one of those things too where you have someone in your corner they will ask the tough questions and won't let you get out of them because don't we get really sophisticated in marriage where you could corner me with something but i'm pretty smart and i could figure out a way to not answer it and a lot of times I can get you distracted and off course and you could do the same. And then you realize, okay, well, I guess, all right. Then we start second guessing ourselves. I would say early on, yes. I would okay. say now, no, I'll it's, call you on it. It's harder to get around you. That is incredibly true. Yeah. But it's it's recognizing, though, that being able to have to confront myself is what marriage does. That's the point to me, is it's, it helps us grow up. That's what Sexy Marriage Radio has been proposing for six and a half years. Marriage is designed to help us grow up, period. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, it comes down to then, he's handling his side of the equation as best he can, and he's even asking the questions, maybe my date ideas are not creative. <laughs> but it, it could also be maybe his date ideas are trying to just be what she wants. Maybe she, he needs to create some date ideas that he wants that he's passionate about, and maybe some of that might glean into her. Mm, draw She's her like, in. Okay, I want to be a part of that because you love it so much. Yeah, draw her into his the, journey and his idea of adventure. There is that possibility. Yeah. So it's trying to recognize the dynamics at play and then challenge the meanings within those things because I think that's where this whole thing shifts to where you have to each confront What's the dynamic in which you are doing? How are you contributing and co-creating this thing? Right? Because you even touched on something. Let's let's unpack just real quick. Okay. The idea of maybe he, and, and we're total hypothetical here. This is not at all inferred from any email. But this I've seen this happen. We actually I actually talked about this with one of the couples at the getaway, at the getaway. in one of the sessions. Okay. That there is the times where I'm being asked to up the romance. And so what I'll do is I will create the scenarios that makes it to where I can get the credit for initiating that and leading it towards that. But I also do it in a manner in which I know it's going to get shot down. Because that makes it easy on you, but you get credit for but then I, doing what they ask. Now, asked. all of a sudden, in my ego, I'm like, I'm doing what you said. That's that, the idea of a low desire reaching over to initiate sex at midnight after both of you are about to pass out. Because the low desire is like, I want to at least get credit for the fact that I initiated because I want to take that ammo away from you. But I know they're going to decline because they're wiped out right. from building the fence today asleep. or something. They're already asleep. 
they're already asleep. <laughs> so, but it's just, that's the level of the worst in us that can operate sometimes. And it's worth at least acknowledging that that's a, that can be a component. I'm not saying it's part of our emailer here. No. But I am saying it's part of us as humans. It's part of me. I will do things because I'm trying to get credit for something, even though I'm setting it up so that I know I won't have to actually follow through with it. I just want credit for the fact that I started it. I don't know that that's too far out of the norm for a lot of people. I don't think it is, but I think part of the sophistication of what marriage does is it confronts us with that, and the best in us will rise up and go, I see that in my life. I see how I do that. That's really underhanded in the way I'm playing this game. Okay. That, okay. That I can do me, better. That gives me some momentum to now, how do I do this more solidly? Mm-hmm. More with more integrity and character. Yeah, and I and then I that's how I take a lot of power back in a relationship, and and claim it in my own self respect, because I think when I start to live like that and I'm aware of both sides of myself, when I bring these kinds of conversations to my spouse that I'm frustrated because I feel like anytime I propose what you're asking for, I get a I'm too busy. If I'm acting in more line with my integrity, I have a lot more legs to stand on. I'm a lot more solid to be able to say, this is how I see it. Yeah, there's no there's no holes to be poked through your whether it be an argument mm-hmm. or whatever you're saying, if if you're just coming from a point of integrity. I mean that's right. that's anything in life. Because then you're just pointing out a dynamic of a system. You're not necessarily just attacking a character of your partner. Well and not you're not attacking, right? Right. If right. you're coming at it from inte- integrity, there's not an attack. It's just here's how I see it. Yeah. And I want us to be better. Yeah. And the, and I'm I'm trying to work in accordance and in line with what you're saying too. And I'm trying to lead us there. Yeah. So I, I can't say that anything is from integrity if you're trying to attack. Or true. If that's how it's phrased. I, I get you. That's that's a fair point. But it's just. It's being able, and this is the subtlety of a lot of times how we really, really grow well in, in married life is we, we're capable of confronting the big things better. Because you still do. There's still issues you've got to be brutally honest about that hurt. And they can be seen as, wow, that's an indictment. I can't believe you would even think that of me. I can't believe you'd want that, right? But when we're both a little more you know, secure in ourselves, we can... Okay, maybe there's some truth in what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe I need to confront some things too. And I need to recognize this is the dynamic at play between us. Because some, we don't always operate at our best. No. I mean, what comes to my mind, and I don't know if you remember this, but um, a couple years, so just, just for the sake of getting sex imagination up to speed, um, during tax seasons with my wife being a tax accountant, uh, I handle, I will take over a bulk of the household. Because that frees her up to just get done what she needs to get done for work. Yep. So we had a time, this was two years ago, she came home and I legitimately, for three days in a row-ish, did not get dishes from sink to dishwasher. Which is typically what we kind of try to do towards the end of every day, just to kind of put the house in order before we go to bed. Then you can get up in a cleaner a cleaner feeling house, if not, if not clean. So... All three or four of those days, she came home and put them up. And on the third or fourth day in a row, I don't remember which one it was, she had had a bad day apparently. 
And so we're standing there at the kitchen. Or it was just a bad day because I walked in and saw that. Well, that that, that would have <laughs> magnified it, sure. But so she's standing at the sink and or and and putting them up, and I'm getting the vibe she's mad. And I say, "What's going on?" And she says, "I feel like all I ever do is load the dishwasher." Right? Which yes. If I'm not in a good state. I would immediately get into the, hold on, let's pull out the calendar. Let me show you all the dates. I would start proving my side of the equation, right? That's kind of what we try to do. I defend. This was a time where, okay, I'll own the fact the last several days have been on me. But the way I responded to you was, honey, you and I both know that's not true. And that's true. Yeah, because it's just calling out a dynamic between us. And it's when one of us isn't in a good spot and we're reactive, it's very easy for both of us to be reactive. Yes. That's what's going on in this email. Yeah. He's trying to lead towards what she's saying. He gets reactive when she's reactive to his leading. Right. So his reaction, if he can lead it in a grown-up manner. Well, yeah, just kind of be more objective and kind of realize, wait, I'm leaning into and, and heading where where I want it to be, because that's why I'm doing this. Okay. Not only is it what I want, it's what she's saying too, because I think that's the kind of information that helps kind of solidify the dynamic between us better, that we each then have to play our part better for it to really become vibrant in the relationship. Because otherwise I'm accommodating and over-functioning and doing these things and we're, I'm going to get worn out. She's going to get worn out. You know, it's just, it's going to end up being, we're, we're trying to suck each other dry. Okay. And so to me, it all comes down to how do I just recognize that my responsibility is me? I mean, that's, I haven't said this phrase on the air in a long time to the sexy marriage nation, but whatever you're 100% responsible for, you are 100% responsible for it. If in your relationship there's something that you're not 100% responsible for, you're not at all responsible for it. That's the dynamic. I contribute to it, but I'm not responsible for it if it's not mine, if it's not me. I'm chewing on that one. I just saw that. So <laughs> I'm chewing on that one because there's a lot of things within a marriage that... Uh, Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe we need to come back to that and know. talk about that again later. That okay. I got to think on that one. That is easily something we can do because you know what? I know every Monday you're going to be joining me for shows. All right. Well, it's a date for a future future Monday. I might be pretty busy. Sorry, <laughs> I had to just put all that joke in there. This has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Nicely played. Uh, thanks to the Sexy Marriage Nation for continually showing up and hanging out with us. Uh, we're glad to see you each and every time. If we left something undone, let us know. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, 214-702-9565. So wherever you are, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your day to spend it with us. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time.